0: Hey guys, welcome to the DC Godcast. I'm Allie.
1: And I'm Chad. And in this podcast, we answer your tough questions about the faith. Welcome, Mr. Bird. Thank you for joining me and Allie today. We have a great question for you today, but first, let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord. Let us persevere through the temptation that we feel on a daily basis, Amen. Amen. Amen, Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, our question for you today, Mr. Bird, is why did God send Adam and Eve, knowing that they would sin? Man, this is a big question, and there's a lot of ways that could go. Uh-huh. So, before I start to answer, can I ask you guys: Is there any specific aspect of this question that you want to kind of talk about first?
0: Um, I think that I'm definitely curious as to how evil could have entered the world if we have an all-good God.
1: If we have an all-good God, how could evil enter the world, right? So the first thing I would ask you, um, to I mean, to answer that question, I'm going to ask a question, which is kind of ironic, but (laughs) is evil a thing or is it a privation? Is it a thing or is it the lack of a thing? I would say the lack of.
0: Yeah, Mr. Mooney described evil as the lack of good.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. So if evil is a lack of good, that doesn't mean God created evil, right? So I think that's the first thing to realize is that when Adam and Eve sinned, right, evil didn't enter the world because something got created. Evil entered the world because they chose something Mm -hmm. that wasn't God. They chose their own will, their own desires, and put that above God. And because of that gap between there, that privation of choosing something that's not the complete good, that's not God, and putting it over God is what kind of evil comes in and how that comes in.
0: Okay, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, that clarifies quite a bit.
1: Okay, that makes sense. But how does an all-good God allow Adam and Eve to make that decision of evil? Right, because it, it kind of seems unfair, right? If he's an all-good God, why would he like still let them sin? Mm-hmm. But I say this: so I mean, neither of you are parents, right? But like we were all kids growing up, okay. um, and if our parents kind of watching over us and they never let let us do anything dangerous, right, or never like, let us do anything except what they saw 100% of the time, right? And they forced us to do whatever they wanted to Mm -hmm. keep us safe, per se, so we didn't experience anything that may have been harmful. Would you call that true love, or would you say that's kind of more authoritarian, kind of more like a dictatorship?
0: Yeah, that's definitely more of, like, a controlling behavior, but... Honestly it's understandable. It's out of love. It's out of it, It's love. understandable though,
1: right? It's understandable. Yeah,
0: 100%. Like who wants their kids to get like hit by a car?
1: Who wants their kids to get hit by a car? Right. Nobody does. And the same thing. God doesn't want any of his children to get hit by a car, and God doesn't want evil to happen to them. But love demands freedom, right? And mm-hmm. freedom demands free will. So God in his in his goodness and in his desire to love us creates us in such a way that he lets us choose. Because to be able to love someone, you have to be able to choose to love someone right? So if God wants us, so his creation, mm-hmm. to love him, he gives us that choice. Now with that choice, I mean, comes a thing where we can choose him or we cannot choose him. And again, that's where sin comes in. So it's not that he's evil and he's like, wow, we're just going to watch them mess up, you know, to the mm-hmm. angels, you know, wink, wink, nah, nah, let, let's exactly. look at the, mm-hmm. the show that happens down there. He's like, no, he wants us to follow him, but knowing that he wants an authentic, responsive love Um, He has to give us that freedom.
0: Do you think that God knew beforehand that Adam and Eve were going to sin when he put them on earth?
1: Yeah, I mean, he would have because God sees everything because he's outside of time, right? We as human beings and as the angels or by other creatures, right, we experience our lives in time. But God is outside of time, which means he can see everything. So he did know it was going to happen, right? But foreknowledge doesn't mean that he desired it to happen. But, I mean, along those lines, it seems kind of unfair, right? It's like, mm-hmm. why would you create us and let us fall if exactly. you weren't going to do anything about it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like setting us up to fail.
1: Yeah, it like, kind of seems like it's setting us up to fail. But here's the thing is, even from the very beginning, God didn't desire us to stay there. Have you guys ever been to the Easter Vigil? Yeah. I have not. You have not? Well, have never. so Easter Vigil, it's a really beautiful liturgy. It's at the end of the Triduum, which is Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and then Holy Saturday. Holy Saturday. And what kind of happens to start is the church is dark. There's a fire outside. They light a candle from the fire outside, and they process the candle in, saying, uh, this is the light of Christ. They say that three times, bring the candle to the front of the church, and they sing this song called Exalted. And it's it's an ancient song. It's an ancient hymn um, to the candle, and it's really, really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I have a couple of lines from it um, just to share with you guys. It says this. This is talking about Easter night. So it says, This is the night when Christ broke the prison bars of death and rose victorious from the underworld. Our birth would have been no gain had we not been redeemed. Oh happy fault that earned so great so glorious a redeemer. Right? So it's kind of the emphasis it's putting on if God created us and didn't redeem us, it would have been really unfair and really unjust. Mm -hmm. But him knowing everything that was going to happen, even though he knew we were going to fall, he had this rescue mission, this plan to come redeem us. That's why it says, Oh happy fault that earned so great so glorious a redeemer. And actually the language right above that's a little stronger. And it says, oh, truly necessary sin of Adam, destroyed completely by the death of Christ, right? And it's not saying that sin is something that we wanted, right? Mm -hmm. But by our fall, by our sin, which isn't good, right? Because evil came into the world. Mm -hmm. God brought an even greater good about. This is what St. Paul talks about when he says, where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, right? So even though sin came into the world, God brought such a greater good, such a great good to us um, through his son Jesus by redeeming us. To take this a little bit one step further, why would God let Adam and Eve's one mistake continue on for the rest of humanity? Right, and that's a great question. I think to understand the answer to that, we first have to understand that Adam and Eve are kind of an embodiment of us all, right? Mm -hmm. They participate in human nature in a way kind of different from all of us because they are our original parents. And one of the things the Catechism says is that both Adam and Eve shared an original holiness and justice when they were created. So God didn't just create them kind of like everybody else in a sense. He created them with this original holiness, with this original justice. Makes them, in a sense, more perfect in a greater communion with God than, say, we have now. But when they sinned, they harmed our human nature. So they didn't just harm themselves, but they harmed our human nature, which is why we're in a fallen state. And that fallen state is passed on. An example I've heard before is um, how there are some mothers who may have certain addictions, right? And how that addiction can be passed on to their Mm -hmm. baby. So Mm -hmm. you can say the mothers have this fallen state that is passed on to their prodigy or to their children, right? So in the same way that Adam and Eve fell, Mm -hmm. that hurt their their nature. So that fallen state passed on to us. Okay. Thank you so much. Before we conclude, do you have any more concluding thoughts? No. It was a pleasure being with you guys again. Thank you so much for having me. No problem.
0: Thank you, Mr. Rood listeners, thank you for tuning in.
1: If you have any questions, please send them to the DC Godcast at divinechildhighschool.org.
0: For now, I'm Chad Sims. I'm Allie Tamiko signing off for the DC Godcast.